Hey, what's up, everybody? We got ten minutes to talk about angled versus straight spotting scopes with Mr. Ryan Muckinern over here, who has quite a lot of experience behind some spotting scopes, and uh, he also commented that if you combine the two words, it spells out strangled. So yes, thanks, I did. Thanks for that. With that said, on that positive note, let's dive in. What is the difference? We get this question a lot. People ask, you know, why do we even have a straight and angle? What's going on there? Uh, great question. Application-based and, and somewhat like personal preference. It, it will depend. Okay, but optically. Oh, optically, not going to see really an appreciable difference uh, between the two. Like You're not going to have an inherent advantage one way or the other, um, at least that you could really see. Yeah. All else similar. Yes. It's really, it's the presentation of the optic to your eye and then how you're going to interact with it when you're using it. Okay. Um, so I think when you are making the decision, if you're on the fence, one calls up, we can certainly talk about it, but consider what you're going to be doing with it. Like what's your primary use? Where are you going to be using it? Um, and how are you going to be using it? What do we see out there most often? Uh, for me, it's angled. Yeah, I um, I mean, if you look at like the numbers out there and everything, I mean, angled far, yeah, far outsells the straight. Is that yeah. because everybody just kind of thinks like, oh, I see everybody else with an angled, or is that because most applications warrant an angled? I think it's catching on. I I don't know. I, you know, this is back in my infancy of optics use. My first spotting scope that I bought was a straight because I looked at angle. I'm like, I'm never going to get on target. Like, I'm going to be. I want to want to look at mule deer or antelope or something, and, and I'm going to lose them because they angled. So oh, because you'll be looking at the ground to yeah. look forward. Yeah, and I, I had it in my head that the straight was the intuitive device to use. And, yeah, and just I, point and look. Yep. And there's a little bit of truth to that, but after my initial foray with a straight spotting scope, I immediately got rid of it and got an angled. Why? Um, so really it comes down to like like use. And how like you're you're using or looking through the scope, like the act of looking through it, and all day long spotting out west, and and this was a mule deer hunt, um, in which we were using that glass quite a bit. Uh, with the angled, I'm able to a couple things. I'm not having to like hold myself up to look through the spotting scope, if that makes sense. So anybody who's watching this on the camera can get to see it. You know, with this straight, you you have to almost sit erect through or to look through the spotting scope. Yeah. You have to position your tripod higher so you might have, you know, maybe some wind influence there. A little bit wobbly or yep. top-heavy. With the angled, you can kind of use your bone structure and sit in more of a relaxed pose and look down through the spotting scope. And one thing that I've noticed, especially hunting on the plains, a lot of times it's really sunny or bright out. And I wear a ball cap when I'm out hunting, and the brim of my hat, combined with me pointing my head down, is keeping the glare from like the, the sun or the ambient light off my face so I don't have to squint as hard when I look through yeah. on the eye. And it's like a much more comfortable thing. And I know that sounds trivial up front, but if you're using your spotting scope or a combination of your spotting scope and your binoculars for hours a day when you're glassing, depending on what you're hunting, um, it's like a marathon. You wear out. It just becomes taxing to do it all yeah. day long. Um, and so angled for me for, from a comfort aspect is remarkably better. Okay. And, and another thing too, I, I hunt with people of different heights. So I'm pretty tall and I've got a hunting partner that, that comes along with, with me on several hunts that's much shorter than I am. And I can set up a tripod with a spotting scope on it. Let, let's just say in a standing position, which I really don't often do, where he at five foot six can walk up to it and look through it unencumbered. And me at six foot four can just simply bend over a little bit and look through it. If we were to set up the same spotting scope in a straight version, 
Well, of course, he would either have to get a box to stand on it to look through it for me, and I would have to like crouch down and get behind yeah. it and be in this this unnatural. Or if you're constantly moving the tripod up and down, yeah. then you also have to reposition yep. where the optic is looking every single time. Right. And I don't want to like kick the straight spotting scope in the teeth and be like, oh, you're no good. Out of the vehicle, I think, if you're going to use it primarily there, okay. I think that the straight can, can hold kind of an inherent advantage. Um, the newer angled spotting scopes, especially in our line, have this rotating collar on them, so you can actually rotate the spotter in the body. Um, yeah. So for those of you watching on this, you can rotate this thing actually 360 degrees. And if you're seated in the vehicle and you've got a car window mount, and if you imagine like you're facing your steering wheel, you've got your spotting scope perpendicular to you, you can actually turn the eyepiece so that it's pretty much into your eye and you don't have to turn your body to look out. Now that's if you're looking like to your nine o'clock. Yeah. But if you're looking to like your 11 o'clock, like over your side view mirror, then actually a straight is kind of nice because you're just looking right into it. Whereas, you know, like if you're trying to look into a straight to your nine o'clock, you got to like warp around it and then... So it, it kind of, again it kind of depends on there's yeah there'll the be angle. there'll be some exactly the angle the exceptions to this like the Razer HD eleven to thirty three does not have that little rotating collar oh yeah out of the car window the straight is a way better option true um, than the angled you got to kind of fight with the angled and if you don't have a a car window mount like our summit car window mounts a ball mount that has a ton of articulation and you can move the, the spotting scope all over the place. Our standard car window mount is a pan mount, which I prefer, but it lacks the articulation. If I run my angled 11 to 33 out of the window, I've got to do some clever repositioning in my seat to use yeah. it. It's not an imposition, but it's not as easy as the straight version would yeah. be. So with four minutes left, let's also talk about real quick. You've mentioned before straight being a great option for high angle glassing. I also want to talk about shooting too, so we'll fit this in. But like high angle, we're, you're mentioning like sheep or or mountain goat or whatever hunting where sometimes you're glassing a creature that is way down steep. Beneath you, yes. So picture that, that tripod set up and you're standing on top of a mountain and you're looking down. Well, with the angled spotting scope, you have to kind of get down and above. Whereas with the straight, you're almost looking just straight through it. And that's kind of really the only other exception to that rule. Yeah. On the inverse, if you're looking up... Then the angle is the angle nice because you don't have superior. to like get underneath like a telescope or Correct. something with a straight. Because otherwise, we're running the tripod above our heads. and We don't offer a tripod that tall, and you'd be hard-pressed to find one out on the market without getting clever with some duct tape and broomsticks to extend your center column. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the straight out the car window or very, very high angle looking down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how about when you're at the range now? Because there's a lot of shooters out there listening yep. to this who like to spot with a spotting scope for the high magnification. Sure. What do you prefer there? Still angled. Okay. Unless it's mounted on a bench top. And even then, I can still make the argument towards angled more often than not. When I'm shooting prone, I can fire my rifle and simply lean over and look into my angled eyepiece as it sets on my tripod. Yeah. Um, and, Which and with that collar, it. you've rotated the eyepiece yeah. to, to angle toward you slightly. Sure. And you can do that on a bench top even if you have a big enough one. Correct. And then some people will even put on like a long eye relief mm-hmm. eyepiece as well so they don't even have to like lean over that far into the right. scope. Right. Um, I do want to give another talking point towards straight though. And this is a big consideration for the pack hunter, especially somebody who's going to be very weight conscious and and like dimension conscious when it comes to laying out your pack. Uh, okay, yeah. The straights nest way better in pouches and pockets. So for the guy or gal that's that's going in minimalist 
and you have like, let's take, for example, I, I have a stone glacier pack and I've got a spot on the side of it for a spotting scope. The angled, it will fit if I like leave the top unzipped and the eyepiece can come out um, a little bit, which is fine. And I do that. Or if it's a straight, like if, if you were to take a look at the, uh, the, the straight in the new razor series, uh, the 65 millimeter, especially, it looks like a pirate's telescope. Oh it's yeah. It's like perfectly straight, fits in there like a glove and is a much better option for that pack. Um, overall, I still prefer the angled for use, but that is a big consideration. And if you're into the backcountry and your gear management is very important to your success, especially if you're on a very technical hunt, it may be worth giving the straight a shake. So yeah, with now a minute left, I'm curious, and I don't know if you can pack this into a minute. What do you use more when you're out on a hunt, and and or what hunt do you primarily use a spotting scope on? Because I know it depends on the hunt. Yeah. Some use more binos, some use more spotters. Which hunts out there do you primarily use spotting scope? Um, antelope and mule deer. Uh, they're one. They're the two most prevalent game in my uh, uh, go-to like hunt species list. But I, yeah, antelope and mule deer. Western hunting, large landscapes where I'm trying to identify, um, you know, like animal size, quality, or location. Okay, yeah. and being those are kind of more plainsy, mm-hmm. you're probably doing an angled low, set, yep. setting up, using your bone structure, like you said, and just yep. looking into an angled spotter for quite some time. Correct, yep. 85 or 65? Uh, 50 or 65. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're a big 50 proponent of that 50, 11 to 33. 50. yeah. There you have it, yep. folks. Well, look at that. You did it in 9 minutes and 50 seconds. Whew. We have this last 10 seconds to just relax. Gosh. There's a lot more out there, though, and surely many of you may have more questions now that Ryan brought up some of this stuff on angled versus straight and other spotting scope-related things. Maybe it deserves a full episode. If you feel so, let us know. But otherwise, thanks, everybody, for listening to this 10-minute talk. We'll catch you next time. Bye.